Hello and welcome to Redeemer Radio's 2021 Spring Shareathon. Shareathon was a great success, but we could still use your help. Please visit RedeemerRadio.com to make your donation and please share this audio with friends and family. And welcome back to day three of the Spring Shareathon on Redeemer Radio. My name is John Christensen. I'm a host for the next hour with St. Vincent de Paul which is a special connection just because I'm also, that's also my home parish. So normally I use these hours to learn what's going on in other parishes, but now we get to brag a little bit about St. Vincent's. So joining me in the studio is Father Dan Scheidt. We've also got Cooper Beer, who has just joined the church this last Easter. We'll talk more about that today. And Tommy Lapsley, who's going to talk a little bit about a new project and a new ministry at St. Vincent's called Armor of God. So we've got lots to talk about today. Father Dan, you want to start us off with prayer? Sure. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Heavenly Father, we thank you for the gift of your Son, risen from the dead, and for his word, which continues to resound throughout the world with the good news that eternal life has been given to us. We ask you to bless the work of Redeemer Radio, and bless all of those who support it, that the gospel may be proclaimed far and near, where you are Lord forever and ever. Amen. Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Amen. Thank you, Father Dan. So, and Father Dan came prepared with, you know, setting up the stage with some checks in hand. So that's always a good way to start our our, our day, our hour. But uh, but also, um, not to put the pressure on, fellas, but, uh, but I was two for two yesterday in the hours that I hosted. So we hit our goals. So, you know, a little bit of pressure to make sure we go three for three. We can't blow it. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So, one of the things, Father Dan, that we've been talking about at St. Vincent's is uh, is this theme of farther out and deeper in that really kind of connects a lot with Redeemer Radio's uh, mission as well. But I thought maybe we could start talking a little bit about that in terms of what we've learned over the last year and, and that theme of farther out, deeper in. How's that work for St. Vincent's? Sure. Uh in the time leading up to the pandemic, without our even knowing it, uh, when we started the Oratory of St. Mary Magdalene, uh, the idea was to grow uh, deeper in our relationship with the Lord, so to go deeper in. And it turned out that just as things were shutting down, that was opening up, and it led to parishioners having the courage and the creativity to invite other people to go farther out Um and, you know, we've witnessed through all the craziness of the past year, this amazing dynamic where our, our faith is actually deepening and the number of people being reached by personal invitation from our, our parishioners is increasing. It's, it's, it's a great theme. And we'll talk more about that throughout the, uh, throughout the hour. Again, as a reminder to call or text the word give to 260-436-9598 or going online at redeemerradio.com. Again, that's 436-9598. Now, Cooper, joining the church just uh, recently at, at Easter. So, uh, so let's put a voice to, uh, to a, um, to a name. So, uh, so tell us a little bit about, um, your experience coming into the church. Yeah, sure. Um, uh, well, I, started um, looking at, into Catholicism when I was coming out of high school. Um, actually, a little bit earlier than that, honestly, around 17 years old, as I was getting close to the end of high school, just starting to realize that like, I'm becoming an adult. I need to to think about these things for myself. Think about my faith. Think about... I was raised Protestant, um, raised by a good Protestant family. Um, my parents are strong Christians. Um, went to a really good church. And so it was all like... I. 
I'm pretty generally careful to say that like when I'm talking about my story that like it wasn't like I had a bad experience or something and that pushed me away. Like I had a very good experience. It's just that as I grew older, I started realizing like I can't depend on, you know, I can't, I can't say forever like, well, this is what my parents taught me, you know, so this is what I'm going to do. Um, and so I started thinking for myself about like, you know, what do I believe about God? What do I believe about the Bible? What do I believe about Christianity? Um, and that also, um, that also led to me reading the Bible more and starting to see like, this is, there are some things in here that, that I generally didn't know were in the Bible, you know, and some things that kind of challenged my faith. And so through high school, moving on into college, um, just thought a lot about those questions. And as I got further into my studies, realized like, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm not what I grew up as, but I'm not sure what I am. And, um, that's a, that's a great story. We were talking a little bit before we got on the air and so many kids fall away from their faith in, mm-hmm. in, in college, yeah. but you were the opposite. You fall, you fell into your faith in college, which is great. Yeah. Yeah. And you started yeah. asking more, and then you found your way to St. Vincent's and you're involved in Life Teen now. Is that correct? Correct. Correct. Yeah. Excellent. With the, with the big retreat coming up this weekend. Yes. I have yeah. to say at the Easter vigil, it was amazing to see Cooper's network of <laughs> earlier friends. There had to have been over a dozen of them. Just yeah. celebrating the fact that that you were taking this next step of faith, and yeah. and many of them weren't even Catholic, but they they saw the joy that that you were entering, and they they were just thrilled for you. Right, yeah. it was so beautiful. Excellent. Yeah. That's a great that's a great connection to the whole network of Redeemer Radio and the connection that we have in our network at St. Vincent's. Yeah. And uh, and already we've got. 10 pledges to start the day. We've got Diane Cha- Diana Chambers, Kathleen Dunbar, Rose Munson. Rose Munson is celebrating 80 years of life Ooh. plus one day. Wow. It's even a happy birthday for Rose. So we've got Mark Wagner, uh, Jessica Hayes, Deanna Dow, uh, Mr. and Mrs. Fred Frum, Nancy Vickery, Becky Heck Dennison, David Thomas, uh, Craig Klinker. These are pillars. Excellent. Pillars of St. Vincent's. So we might spend the whole time just reading names for the next hour. <laughs> this is this is great. So again, the phone number is 436-9598. Keep those calls coming in. Keep the network coming in. Uh, and again, we talk sometimes about how large St. Vincent's is and how difficult it can be to find that network, but it's there's lots of different ways to do it. So Tommy and I, for example, we both go to St. Vincent's, but we didn't meet each other until we served on a joint jury duty. That's true. So we yes. can, lots of ways to meet people at St. Vincent's, right? That is, that is. It came uh, completely out of nowhere that, um, you know, actually on that jury, you knew two people um, that, well, came to know, you know, know John and then I had another uh, young boy that I knew uh, that lived down the street that was on the jury duty. So yeah, it's, it's weird how those things come together. It's a nice small world, nice small world. So, uh, so Tommy, and during the during the pandemic, also you've been part of a group to re- to start a new um, a new ministry, which is really unusual, right? So, uh, something called Armor of God. Yep. Uh, yeah. So, Armor of God. Um, you know, it was born kind of uh, a group of men, laymen, that uh, were just trying to make uh, lemonade out of lemons. Uh, you know, in the in the middle of the pandemic, things were shutting down, and um, you know, we were. All of us were were feeling that we needed more and we needed, um, you know, a support group that could um, push us to become better men. And so Armor of God was born. And basically the mission is to arm men uh, to be spiritual leaders that God has called them to be. Um, And by that, we do um, biannual retreats. 
um, that we've we've had two. Um, but further, we do um, spiritual briefings, we call them. It's all an arbor theme. So um, the group of men that started this were called the cabinet. Um, but then we do the spiritual briefings, which are monthly um, briefings where we get together and we talk about relevant terms, you know, relevant, relevant topics, sorry, that, um, you know, men are facing in this day right now um, that we need to be able to combat these these struggles that we're dealing with, um, you know, because society right now is um, is very volatile. Um, you see in the news everywhere. And uh, the, the more we can arm young men, old men, husbands, single um, priests, uh, you know, the more we can arm and support each other, uh, the better we'll be to defend our faith. But, you know, and then also teach the young younger generations coming up, sons, daughters to um, to be prepared for when they get into, you know, adulthood that they they have the right values to to uh, defend our faith and to live good wholesome lives this too is part of the miracle of uh farther out and deeper in uh just for the past year so much of life has been dominated by politics and people's spiritual life has just been kind of led by the nose manipulated tossed around and for a group of guys spontaneously to decide that we're going to go deeper into our relation with the Lord from the heart of the church for the life of the world. Uh, and that's going to send us farther out uh, to equip people with what what this age needs. Uh, it, it really is a miracle. Absolutely. Yeah. It's been truly a blessing to meet some of these guys. Um, you know, there were people I didn't um, know previously and to – to go down this faith journey with these men is is really it's been fantastic, um, and it's it's sharpened me to be a better father. Um, but you know, it's not just for fathers. I mean, it can be for teens, it can be for single men, uh, things like that. Because it, no matter what life you're living, we need to be able to defend our faith and and to be able to stand up for for others and the, you know friends, family, things like that. I mean, just because you know it's not only geared towards uh, husbands or fathers or anything like that. It's for all men. And we try and tailor it to that. Um, you know, it's still in its infancy, so we're still working through it. But it's definitely, you know, it's for, for all men to to come and be together and, and strengthen our faith. That's, that's great. And where I've been really impressed and just what I've observed and heard, that it's, it's as much of a service organization. So really, uh, not service doing things, but in service to other people. So, yeah. so speaking to say like the women at, um, at the, uh, the kingdom group, um, to see what can, what do they want from their husbands, you know, uh, the, for their kids, how can they serve their kids? How can they interact with them more? So it's not just about men being in charge. It's about really men leading and, and helping and supporting. Well, funny you say that is, um, you know, Mary Jo with kingdom builders has been uh, a help with this. Um, you know, her and, um, Rob and Scott Drew are the two that really, really started this. They've been talking with Mary Jo and funny enough, my wife has just recently, um, been down at St. E's doing the, the, the kingdom builders, getting that off the ground there as well. Um, so, um, yeah, it's, we're, we're trying to work hand in hand type thing where, you know, the women are sharpening their, their side of it to become, you know, the kingdom builders. And we're sharpening to be the, the defenders of the faith to, to support, you know, our women and, and our, our wives and, um, daughters in faith. So nice. The support keeps rolling in. So we've got, uh, the number again is, is 260-436-9598. You can call or text the word give or go online to redeemerradio.com. Lots of new uh, donations coming in from Ramona Kuhn, 
Suzanne Motz, Mr. and Mrs. Robert Green, Charlie Gray, Ken Gray, get the whole Gray family coming in, uh, Stephen Woodrum, Tim and Randy Fairman. Uh, so again, uh, 436-9598. And Father Dan, you were going to say something? I'm deeply impressed with the multi-generational quality mm -hmm. of uh, uh, Armor of God. You know, on the past retreat, there were like 75 guys? We had 73. And actually, when you go to that, we had... A lot of father sons, but we even That's had exactly grandfather, um, son, and and grand. So, so we had uh, mm -hmm. two or three sets of that. Yeah, that's so, so yeah, crucial in the life of the church. Um, programming, to put it that way, is often uh, acknowledged a separation among the generations. But especially in our time, I think when when the family is so much under attack and and so uh, surrounded by instabilities. It, it's like families are instinctively spending more time together, trying to stick together. And and for this initiative, not just to respect that, but but to say this is blessed from God and this needs this needs to be grown. It, it's amazing. Yeah. And actually, Charlie Gray on that, he's uh, his dad is part of the cabinet, Nick Gray. So mm -hmm. I'll call out Nick Gray. Go ahead and, uh, <laughs> you know, call in. Uh, Charlie already has. Um, so he was one that was a father son duo that was on the weekend. Um, so yeah, it's, it's been fantastic. Uh, my, my sons aren't old enough yet. They're still uh, first grade and, and preschool, but I, I guarantee you when we get, when we get up there, they'll be, they'll be in there with me. So <laughs> that's right. Well, that's great. And getting the whole cabinet together to start texting all their friends. So Scott and, and uh, Scott Druid and Rob Gregory, they got you to come here so now they can call in. So, that's right. uh, so you can pass the buck on all of those, but, but that's, that's great. And I think the other nice thing about it is that it was sort of um, intuitive, you know, that there wasn't an agenda in place necessarily. It was all kind of Holy Spirit driven and kind of developed as, as time went on. Yeah. And it was, you know, it was, um, you know, just the feeling of uncertainty that was going on. It was, it was nice to have that backbone and that, that support. Again, I, I go back to that support to where we, you know, anytime we're, we're struggling or anything like that, we have that group that we can fall back on that you're not just going through it alone. Um, things like that. So it's it's been it's been fantastic for me for sure. That's great, and that support continues to roll in for Redeemer Radio as well. All of these people that you talk about, as you mentioned, Nick Gray earlier, um, he's he's one of the regulars on uh, on Redeemer Radio in terms of hosting and helping. So all of these things come back to how we can help Redeemer Radio and help others uh, hear hear the Word of God and hear their and help their faith grow. We've got uh, more donations from Mary Nixon, David Bartkus, Barbara Pettit. And Jeff Rarig. So again, lots and lots of people coming in. Um, so keep those calls coming. 436-9598. 436-9598. So, uh, so Cooper, on your end, um, being part of the structure of, uh, of Life Team, a little bit different approach. You know, Life Team has been around for, for, for 20 years and there's a structure there, but lots of success that comes from that program as well. So what have you seen as you've been involved with Life Team in terms of what's new and, and helpful for the kids? Yeah. Um, well, I'll say, like you said, I haven't been there super long, but I think one of the things that I love about it is the um, the combination large talk and then small group approach. Um, growing up, one of the things that was really impactful for me um, that Father Dan kind of touched on was that group of friends that I have that we still, there's a group of about six of us, including myself, that we'll still get together regularly. And we're all like 22, 23, you know, one's in college, one's um several of them are in college now and, and 
kind of all over the place, but we all are together because growing up we had like solid teaching, but then the most impactful thing I think all of us would say is that we had a small group that we could get together and talk about things and kind of share, you know, this is my perspective and okay, well, what do you think about that? Well, this is my perspective. Um, and that's something I really enjoy about life teen. And also the fact that, um, so how it's set up, we'll come in and all the kids will, will be there in a large room and we'll normally have, um, some sort of teaching on a topic. Um, and then for 20 or 30 minutes after that, we'll, we'll break it down into our small groups and myself and Peter Marks, we lead, um, a small group of, I want to say, Largest has been, I think, six or seven, but generally there's like three or four um, young guys, uh, freshmen, sophomores in high school. And um, that just, I think, is so impactful because there's something about getting out of a large group where you don't feel like, oh, if I say something, you know, that's kind of a lot of pressure because, you know, there's all these people listening to me where it's like the pressure's kind of off and I can say what I think and we can have dialogue and we can we can talk about about the ideas and the questions that we have. Um, that's another, the questions are another thing we did, uh, an exercise. This would have been a month ago now, I think where they passed out note cards to all the kids and just said, what are your questions about the faith? You know, write them down. And they wrote them down and that ended up, that ended up giving us four different topics, um, to talk on. It was like old Testament, um, marriage, uh, theology of avatar. And then, um, there was one other one that I can't remember, but I think that's, that's super important to, to ask the kids, to ask the kids, not just like, here's things that we want to tell you, but like, what are you wondering about? You know, what are you going through right now? What are the things that are really in your mind all the time? And let us, let us meet you there and help you. So oh, yeah. that's great. And as an actor by trade, how do you incorporate your acting skills in the, uh, in life teen? Has that come out yet? Or yeah, is that coming um, up for the retreat? I mean, a little bit. I did, we did an, uh, a game one time where it was like people were pretending to be different, different people and they were trying to guess who it was. So I did like an Olaf impression, but, um, can you give us a little, uh, little hint of your I mean, you know, it's just, this summer is just so exciting for me, you know, because there's so much sun and warmth and happiness and I just love it. That's great. All right. Well, we might turn over the show to you. So, uh, this is great. We'll just go voice to voice. You gotta be careful. <laughs> That's great. Well, we've got more support coming in. Um, again, you can hear you can hear more more voices from Cooper if you call and text or text the word "give" two six zero four three six nine five nine eight. Uh, we got a note from Bruce Caldwell. Bruce says, I present my pledge to Father Dan and Father Jay from a proud night serving our wonderful priests and parish at St. Vincent. So awesome, Bruce. Thank you, Bruce. Terry and Terry Coonan uh, again. And the uh, the names keep rolling in. We've got a big match goal that we want to do. Um, you can also go online at RedeemerRadio.com, 436-9598. Text the word give or call. We've got Paul and Fran Braun, Gene Patterson, and the names keep rolling in. So uh, excellent support. Um, lots of people supporting Redeemer Radio at St. Vincent's. Uh, before we head to uh, to a break in a few minutes, um, let's talk a little bit more about um, about how uh, what the next steps are for. Um, so now that we're gathering back um, in the church in in at mass, um, we've already made a number of different things like the outdoor mass. That's yes. kind of an exciting new thing. Maybe that's something might be good to share, Father Dan. Yes. Well, that's been another example of how rather than the pandemic shutting us down, it's opened us up in a new way. So we we typically get at least uh, 250 people come to the outdoor mass uh, at one o'clock. Uh, Bishop Rose has given us permission uh, to do that on a weekly basis. And 
it's everybody who uh, you know have very uh, severe um, health concerns that you know remain in their vehicle the whole time uh, to people who are just looking to worship the Lord in some circulating fresh air outside. And so they bring the lawn chairs. Uh, yeah, it's very reverent, um, but it has that spirited quality. I, every time I celebrate mass, I think about those crowds that first followed the Lord and just listen to him outside under the open heavens. And uh, what I get to see from the view of the altar is through the, that crowd of vehicles right behind them is the, the spiritual center cemetery. So I get to see our ancestors. And then on the far side of those graves is a beautiful statue that my predecessor, Monsignor John Kuzmik uh, helped arrange of the risen Christ. So yeah, just seeing our people come together in such great numbers in such creative ways, all under the risen Lord. It's, it's also part of the miracle. And it's my understanding that recently, I don't know if it was this last Sunday or the Sunday before, you had a unique perspective on the sprinkling rite? Yeah. So it, it was pouring down rain. <laughs> and during the Easter season, we, we can uh, renew our baptismal promises and uh, have the sprinkling of water, which we had generously. Also, I have to say the first annual uh, Easter egg hunt in the cemetery was amazing. Hundreds of kids. It was just beautiful. And and in the eggs, it wasn't just candy. It was uh, uh, prayers, scripture passages. So the the children were were literally blessing uh, the 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 graves over which they were going to get the the goods. That's so great. It was, it was beautiful. And they were hiding eggs during the mass. Is that right? The seminarians, the seminarians? had hid, had oh, hid them before. And how were they at hiding eggs? Were they pretty good at it or too, was it too hard? The or? operative word is hiding rather than hoarding. <laughs> I, I was worried that some would disappear, but that's great. they were legit. Excellent. Well, again, the, uh, the support continues to roll in. Uh, Ted and Francie McComb, uh, Donald uh, Simmons, Tom Didier, Alex Pulowski, uh, James Dustman, Gene Patterson. Uh, oh, yeah. Dan, Dan, Dan and Sarah Nielsen. He's he's a he's a new member of the Armor of God cabinet. Excellent. Yeah, we need to we need to roll and start texting all your Armor of God cabinet members. Well, so, Scott uh, Scott Drew did just say he he donated, but his name hasn't came up yet. So Scott, right, I think good. you need to do it again. <laughs> that's exactly. <laughs> Keep it coming, James Dustman. Uh, again, we're rolling in um, with over over thirty po- uh, thirty pledges, and uh, we're well on our way to uh, to having a successful hour so keep those keep that support coming in and as we as we had we've also let's see some new ones mr and mrs vance renninger and tracy signs so we're over three thousand uh, dollars well on our way to our goal so keep those calls coming and uh, and as we head to break we'll be looking forward to some additional conversations more about the oratory that we have at st vincent's to talk about and um, and many other things with Life Teen and uh, and what's happening with ministries like the Armor of God Group. Spring Shareathon. I'm your host, John Christensen, and we're with St. Vincent de Paul Parish for this hour. Again, as a reminder, you can call or text the word GIVE to 260-436-9598 or go online at RedeemerRadio.com. The, uh, the donations continue to roll in. We're at 30-plus, 40-plus donations. Um, I think we've got some 
new ones that came in over the break, uh, Mr. and Mrs. Vance Renninger, Tracy Signs, um, and the donations continue to roll in. So keep those calls coming. Uh, but as we talked about before the break, we um, we kind of hinted at the story of the Oratory of St. Mary Magdalene. So this is, a, this is sort of a project that you had outlined uh, before the pandemic, but uh, but it really came together during the pandemic and really has served to be kind of a light for St. Vincent's. So tell us more about that, Father Dan. So we've had four marriage proposals already at the oratory. Nice. It tends to be wow. a, like a like a love chapel for people to propose lifelong consecration. Um, but the idea is pretty straightforward that uh, the Lord deserves to be adored uh, forever. And that happens person by person, two by two. So every hour of every day, there are at least two adorers in in the chapel, uh, silently at prayer, in whatever way they feel most moved to pray. And speaking of Holy Spirit moments, this is one of those projects that it wasn't part of a strategic plan. It wasn't part of a of, of an agenda. It was just it's sort of you you said those words, and it's sort of if 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 their support comes, the support comes, and the support came in droves. Yes, and I was particularly moved uh, during Holy Week. Uh, leading up to it, one of our parishioners, uh, Tim Arnold, approached me and asked if it would be all right for him to put together some parishioners who would keep vigil on Holy Thursday evening. It's a Catholic custom after the Blessed Sacrament is reserved in the tabernacle after the Mass of the Lord's Supper on Holy Thursday for people to go from church to church just praying uh, before the Lord in in the tabernacle. And given that the the oratory was going to be the place where the Eucharist was kept on Holy Thursday evening, uh, and given that we have that window in the, the very back of the chapel through which one can see the the Eucharist, uh, yeah, Tim just had the idea of people camping out all night. And so people brought mattresses and they lawn did. chairs. Yep. Tommy, you would know I was the first directly. hour. Yeah, I was the first hour. Um, a lot, uh, I got there early, so... Um, you know, the Holy Eucharist wasn't exposed at the moment. So I was inside. I was not brave enough to stay outside. But when I left, I know um, Brett Beachy was out there. He was braving the cold. And I'm sure they did throughout the whole night. And I think Tim actually did two, maybe three hours in the middle of the night. Um, in a graveyard. Wow. In a graveyard. In, <laughs> in bone-chilling cold. Yes. Living for the, the love For the love yes, of Jesus. Absolutely. Living the dream. And Tommy, you've also made some, your family has gone out to, uh, yep. on the outside of the of the. Oratory. Yeah, so that window has actually um, helped us when we were quarantined for two weeks. Um, we, you know, my wife just one day was, I think it was a, a Thursday, because, you know, times kind of days of the week didn't matter when you're in quarantine. Um, she was just like, hey, let's go to the oratory outside and we can just look through the window and see see the Holy Sacrament and, uh, and say a rosary. And we were like, yeah, that's really cool. And we went there and it, it was so cool that, you know, even though the current time didn't allow us to enter into the oratory or enter into the church just to, you know, go pray in front of the tabernacle or something like that. Having that window where you can view upon the Blessed Sacrament was was so it's it's so it was so cool for us because we took the little kids there. We said a rosary. They were running around the graveyard trying to corral them, but it gave us something where we could still be in the presence of Jesus, even though we couldn't get out. Um, and you know, 
endanger anybody or, or keep anybody um, feel, feeling uncomfortable and stuff like that. So it was really cool. So we did that one or uh, I think we did it twice mm-hmm. uh, where we had that opportunity to go and just be there as a family and uh, pray. And, and you really said cool. you stopped at the oratory nearly every day. Every day. Uh, every day but Thursday. Um, I meet with my uh, my group of men on Thursday morning. So I'll drop um, Tommy, my first grader, off and then just go in there for 15 minutes Um this morning, it was very busy and uh, the parking lot was full, so I didn't get to go. So I'll have to go after work. But it's I, I think it's fantastic because, you know, when it first opened, I was driving past it and I'd be like, oh, that's really cool. The oratory is there. You can go whenever. But I wouldn't stop in. And then I'd finally I was like, I'm driving past this. Why don't I just go in there? And so then I started going every day. And it's just it's been a great way to start my day. I'll, you know, do a, a quick reading from My Catholic Life is usually the, the app I'll do. They have a nice reflection, uh, say a little prayer. And then usually I'll, I'll read. Um, right now we're reading uh, Live Not By Lies. I think you've, yes. you've, you've suggested that book. Um, so my group is currently reading that. So then it just gives me, you know, 15 minutes before the day goes to center myself um and uh and yeah just start the day off with the right mind frame mm-hmm. and going forward that's great and i think it's just a great example of just how the parish meets people where they are mm-hmm. and uh and, and also what redeemer radio does too at the same time of meeting people where they are and if they're in the car if they're going to work and, and helping faith come to their real life so uh so it's a great connection to both what saint vincent's does as well as what redeemer radio does and which is more, most important about what we're doing here today and really supporting the work of Redeemer Radio, where we can call or text the word GIVE to 260-436-9598 or go online to RedeemerRadio.com. So, Good uh, job, so you, Pam. You've noticed that. Uh, my wife just, just called in. <laughs> Excellent. Way to go. I see a She's, pledge from a Lydia Beer. Relation? Yeah, uh, probably somewhere. I don't I don't know her, but thank you, Lydia. <laughs> we have a connection somewhere way back when. <laughs> exactly. John and Mary Smith, also Mark Hagar. Thank you, Mark. Uh, St. Vincent's Knights of Columbus. The St. Vincent's Knights are proud to support the work of the great radio station. The Knights are pillars. Excellent. And the Arnold family. So this one's from Bill Arnold. And Bill says hi to Father Dan. Hey, Excellent. Bill. Excellent. Uh, Amy Johnson. So again, the, the the pledges keep coming in, keep coming in. So Michael and Rita McAllister, excellent, excellent support from uh, some from St. Vincent's. So um, speaking of quarantine, as as Tommy had mentioned a little bit earlier about what he did during quarantine. So Father Dan, you and the four priests got to be quarantined for a two week period, which to kind of, but it didn't put the the parish, it didn't stop the parish. No, it seems like a lifetime ago. Yeah, Father Eric. Uh, ministering to the the COVID patients uh, himself came down with with COVID, so we all had to to hunker down. But from the from the the outset of my becoming pastor of St. Vincent's, I knew that I inherited a parish that was so spiritually mature that things didn't rise and fall with uh, I don't know my personality, uh, rather. People take ownership of their faith, and there's just a spirit of um, of initiative and generosity that rises to the occasion. Comes up with the creative responses, and yeah, I, th- I think we're a stronger parish now, ironically, uh, than uh, than before the plague mm-hmm. came upon us. Well, you've certainly built an environment where people feel comfortable to start something, whether it be kingdom builders, whether it be the armor of God, or whatever the case may be. 
So um, we'll have a special challenge coming up in the next couple of months, starting in August, when you go on go on sabbatical for several months. So who knows what St. Vincent's is going to look like when you come back, right? Yes. So the priests of our diocese are allowed uh, uh, a sabbatical after 10 years of ordination and then every seven after that. And I'm in my 20th year of priesthood, and I've never taken a sabbatical at all. And the, the Lilly Foundation has a program not just for clergy in general, but for Indiana clergy in particular. And they've been very generous in uh, endowing this time away. And they've actually provided uh, substantial resources uh, for St. Vincent's to, to bring in some speakers, uh, to have some events of spiritual enrichment while I'm gone. One, one can think of it as celebrating the fact that I'm, <laughs> <laughs> I'm away. Exactly. When the cat's away, the mice that'll, will That'll play. be, uh, my sabbatical begins August 1st. Right. And you've got some special plans connected with the oratory, right? You're going to look at writing a prayer book, perhaps? Is the that... ultimate goal is uh, is to write a book that not only explains the vision behind the oratory, but but actually helps people pray there to really claim the grace of the, the place. Uh, of Mary Magdalene, of Adoration of the Blessed Sacrament. Uh, yeah. So I'm excited. Excellent. Well, we're excited. And it's not designed for you to do more work. It's designed to really for you to refresh. But the outcome, I think, will also be exciting and the connection with the oratory. Yes. That's great. Well, we'll definitely miss you during those four months. But but Tommy Cooper, I think we've got a lot of opportunities to do whatever we want while he's gone, right? Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Excellent. So we've got, uh, we've again, the number to call is uh, 436-9598. You can call or text the word GIVE, or you can go online to Redeemer Radio and just a reminder that if you donate $120 or more, it costs about $120 per hour for Redeemer Radio to be on the air. But if you donate at least that amount, you let, it earns you a free T-shirt. So the T-shirt, the theme this year is You Belong, something that really fits with the pandemic and as we're growing beyond it. Because even when we're isolated, we still it's important that we know that we all belong to our faith community, whether it be literally at a parish or through the organizations like Redeemer Radio to keep us all connected. So, so far we're at $5,000 in donations. We've got a ways to go for our, our total um, our total goal for the hour, but uh, we've got 17 minutes left. So, um, so we've got plenty of time yes. to, uh, to text all of our contacts. So, um, so Cooper. Uh, so we've got another one. That, oh, this the online system is apparently down. So more challenges for you to donate, but it's easy to donate when you call or text. So 436-9598. We appreciate your patience for the online system, but it's just as easy to text the word give or give us a call and you can talk to somebody in person. So with that, so Cooper, tell me a little bit more about the uh, the retreat that's coming up um, this weekend. So you're busy, right? So yes. it's, a, it's, a, it's a challenge to be here today, but you're busy, off yeah. to work as soon as this is over. Yeah. So we've been planning this for at least, I, I think we've been talking about it for the past month and I'm sure um, the people in charge have been, have been doing it uh, probably even further back. But um, we're going to uh, a campsite about an hour northwest of here, I think. Um, we'll be going down there this evening. Um, we'll have a teaching session tonight and then we'll have, I think, three teaching sessions tomorrow. Um, and then Sunday we'll have a teaching session session and we'll have uh, mass with the kids. And it's it's um, just centered around the, the all of the sessions are centered around the mass and we're breaking down um, the different sections of it. I get to talk actually about um, scripture. I'm doing the trip scripture talk, nice. you know. 
typical Protestant, as Father Jay says. But um, no, I, I get to, uh, yeah, I, I get to teach the kids about the importance of Scripture, um, why, why it's important to read Scripture in your everyday life, um, what you can get out of the Mass readings. Um, so, yeah, we're really excited. And it's going to be kind of that same format of we'll go and we'll have um, some speakers and then we'll have some small group time and then we'll also have some activities um, to kind of help help draw the kids into prayer, help, help them, uh, enrich their spiritual life. You know, and is this the first retreat that you've had that has COVID affected the number of retreats? I, I don't know. I think they still had it last year. This is my first. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, yeah, I think they had it last year. I think it was just abbreviated. I think they had it at the church instead of going somewhere last year. I see. And yeah. will Olaf be attending the retreat as well? <laughs> Um, I mean, I might, I might, you never know. <laughs> it's, it's warmer temperatures, you know, so who knows? So exactly, exactly. <laughs> That's great. All right. Well, we've had more donations come in. So, uh, Father Dan made a donation. Thank you, Father Dan, Dorothy and Thomas Sherman, and also a, a gift from the St. Vincent de Paul Stewardship Committee. Uh, Lisa Minnick called and said she's grateful for St. Vincent's. Uh, so Lori and John Minnick um, have also made a donation. So again, keep those those pledges coming. Again, the number is 260-436-9598. 260-436-9598. I'm so amazed to see uh, so many of the longtime uh, parishioners of St. Vincent's. So people who've, who've invested in St. Vincent's for decades and decades, sometimes multi-generationally, um, and on the other hand, there are people like you, Cooper, who just show up and are brought into the yeah. family. And no sooner do you receive the sacraments than right away you're plugged into giving. Uh, that that That's the miracle of the church in general, but St. Vincent's in particular, that the, the new people, the people who, you know, either because they're drawn to Catholicism uh, from elsewhere, or they relocate from other parts of the country, they just inject this uh, this goodness. They transplant it uh, in ways that are just unbelievable. Yeah, and and to connect off of that, and to to connect it back to Redeemer Radio with us, you know, raising money for it. I, a big part of me eventually ending up at St. Vincent's is Redeemer Radio. More generally, in my in my Catholic experience, but, um, I would listen to a lot of radio even before, um, I started becoming Catholic. But as I started looking into Catholicism, I, you know, found, cause it's the, you know, it's the Catholic radio station in Fort Wayne. And it was such a blessing because, um, in particular Catholic answers was really huge for me. Um, I think it's seven to nine or six to 8 PM, but, um, that was huge for me to answer a lot of the questions that I had. Um, but then also I used to work, um, at, uh, at Chick-fil-A. And so I would get off late and be driving home at like 11 PM at night. And that's when the journey home with Marcus hmm. Grodi is on. And that was so huge for me because all of my, like I have, like we've talked about a, a great support group, but I, I have ma- mainly Protestant friends and, and family. Um, and so when I was converting to Catholicism, there was a time where it was really like, you know, you kind of wonder like, am I, am I weird? Am I just like way off here? And so to, to come across that, I think I probably just came across it while I was driving home one night to hear the stories of other people, um, that were going through the same things that had had the same questions as me and that had come to the same answers as me was a huge blessing and a huge reason why I'm here today. Um, the ministry of Redeemer radio to reach out through that has been, 
has been super huge. Which means that the people who pledged once upon a time, a year or two ago, were funding, helping to catalyze your entry into the church. Exactly. That uh, yeah. is amazing. Mm-hmm. That's great. And that's a, that's a great testament to Redeemer Radio and what they do here and really their theme of You Belong this year. So uh, yeah. so that's a, that's a great connection because even when we do feel like we're alone, um, we all we all belong. So again, the phone number to call is 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 two six zero four three six nine five nine eight. Again, call or text the word give to four three six ninety five ninety eight. If you do a donation of at least one hundred and twenty dollars, this earns you the new free, the the free T shirt for you belong. So we've got lots of messages coming in now. Keep those coming as we head towards our our one o'clock deadline to for Saint Vincent de Paul. We've got Dana and Lisa Simcox. We've got Danielle Kellums. Uh, Tommy's mother-in-law called in. That's always great to get family members. So uh, she feels really blessed to have my son-in-law, Tommy, an integral part of the Armor of God ministry. Uh, daughter Pam's helping Mary Jo with Kingdom Builders and son Tim on the on the Life Team core team. So uh, may their service lead many closer to Christ. So well said, Tommy's Thanks, mother-in-law. That's great. Dan Roloff, uh, Bradley Kuhlman. Um, again, a huge thank you to Brad Kuhlman, Matthew Shifley, Karen Kesters, Tom and Monica Szymanski, Bob and Monica Busher, Dana and Lisa Simcox. Dana's on the Redeemer Radio Finance Committee and the Johnsons as well. So uh, an online comment. We're so thankful for Father Dan and all the other priests. Lots of community. Blessed to be proud of the armor of God. Great work, Tommy. So um, lots of fans. So we picked the right person with Tommy, it sounds like. Yeah. So uh, so he's well connected. Just a vessel. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever it takes. So the phone number again is 436-9598. We're here with St. Vincent de Paul Parish. So Father Dan, what other, um, what other things are coming up? I know we've just recently made some changes in terms of how people can sit in mass. Um, so we've got lots of opportunities at the oratory to be, to be with, our, with um, the Holy Spirit and with God and in prayer and growth. So what are the things are you most excited about as we see? I'm, I'm particularly excited uh, to ways that we can, in the months ahead, reach out uh, through our website, uh, through an even more welcoming experience so that, so that people who might not be Catholic who are coming our way um, can receive a more uh, systematic, uh, sustained welcome. I, I have to say, since the oratory has been constructed, I, I, regularly I go to the parking lot and there are just people there who are drawn to the beauty of the church. And I go up to them and start talking and, and they apologize. You know, we're not Catholic, but we wonder, can we come and see and go in like, Sure, and, and then that starts the conversation. Um, so the the pandemic has has underlined the necessity of of being there at every step of the way uh, to welcome people who, just by the circumstances of life, are are coming to the church as a real refuge, as a lifeline. Mm-hmm. That's excellent and and well said. The um the support that we have of it's funny that people are apologizing. Oh, I'm not Catholic, but can I still see this? You know, so it's it's really been a beacon for the whole community. Definitely, we've had a couple more um, donations come in. We're right now we're almost to thirteen thousand. Um, ten more calls or text messages before the end of the hour, and we'll get a five hundred dollar bonus. So if we get ten more people to call in in uh, in the eight minute window. So a little bit more than an average of one call per minute, and uh, and we can get an extra five hundred dollar bonus to see if we can get to our seventeen thousand dollar goal. So lots of support coming from the St. Vincent's community. Um, 
So, Father Dan, one of the things I wanted to ask you, too, is that now you've become this Internet sensation with the uh, the online mass during the pandemic. So are you are you ready to kind of, you know, put that is that going to is that going to grow? You know, how are we doing this deeper? We're, this farther yeah, out? we're definitely going to continue that. Um, it's amazing how many St. Vincent's parishioners uh, who have moved at different points in life uh, to other parts of the country, even other parts of the world have have started tuning in. And of course, they spread the word. So we get letters, I don't say daily, but almost daily of of people who aren't even formally affiliated with our parish who, who benefit tremendously from that liturgy. And I have to say the behind the scenes people um, are so good with the camera work, with uh, making it look easy in our music ministry. Uh, I think of Paula Brandt, who used to be a, a professional uh, camera person. And and we had no idea, right? I mean, she just no, disappeared. Right. That's great. My prayer as a pastor is, Lord, please give me the people I need to do what you want done. And the prayer has never failed. That's great. That's a great prayer. Excellent. Um, we're at 70 pledges now. If we get to 80, we get to the $500 bonus. We've had a couple of new pledges come in. David Thomas, uh, Chris, Chris Hirsch, and Rick Trego. Rick Trego, Armor of God. Excellent. Well done, Rick. Marna Johnson. So keep those pledges coming in. See if we can squeeze in that $500 bonus. It's always a good thing when we can hit another goal. So keep calling in 436-9598, 436-9598. So, uh, Tommy, how about, how about from your perspective? If you, do you have an experience with Redeemer Radio? That, uh, do you have a favorite show or a connection? You know, I, I've never been much of a, a radio. I'm, I'm in the car so little. It's basically the school and home. So I haven't been too much of a radio in the past. Um, recently, I've been getting more into the podcasts Nice. Um, things like that. Um, the Bible in a year has been a good one that I've been I've been catching on. But I know my wife listens to Redeemer Radio much more than I do because uh, I'm kind of in and out of the car and she's doing a lot more running around with the children. Um, but, you know, radio is, is so essential, um, you know, because... Hey, there's my mother. Thanks, Mom. <laughs> Margaret Lapsley doing the donation. Excellent. Um, because, you know, and especially having Catholic Radio with all the the confusion on social media and things like that. It's nice to have a home that you can come to and get relevant topics and especially relevant topics for our area, you know, cause you can get, you know, streaming services and things like that podcast anywhere, but, but Redeemer radio is specific to the Fort Wayne South Bend diocese. And it's, you know, got our pastors, our Bishop, our congregation, sharing stories and things like that. So I think it's it's absolutely essential to, well, to And have I think that's, here. that's a great way to say it too, Tommy, because we don't have to be the experts on everything, right? Mm-hmm. So, it's, so it's just like your wife is listening to it, or I know many of the leaders with you at the Armor of God, it's not, nobody says that they're the experts, So, but they know that they can point people to experts. So just yep. like you said, Cooper, all the different people that were helpful for you on, on Redeemer Radio, all the different shows that helped you answer the questions that you had and make you feel like you weren't alone. Mm-hmm. So again, Redeemer Radio, the number to call, 436-9598. Um, again, our online is having some glitches, so just giving a, a phone call was probably the easiest way to go, and we're in sight of the $500 bonus if we get a couple more pledges uh, between now and the end of the hour. So uh, so 
text your friends if you've already if you've already donated to encourage them to support St. Vincent de Paul as we support collectively everything that happens at Redeemer Radio. There is a stu- still a few. I'll call out. Uh, let's say Ron Lay. Um, Jason Neese, haven't seen anything from you yet. Matt Miller, come on now. Um, Sean Dundon, these are all my, my I, Thursday morning It's all morning good. Group. Personal, personal <laughs> call-outs are always helpful. We'll take them. Public shaming, another service <laughs> brought to you by Redeemer Radio. It's a beautiful thing. Completely. It's a beautiful yeah. thing. No, in, the, in the early church after the resurrection, so the apostles are sent uh, in person to the ends of the earth uh, and the New Testament is essentially composed as circulating letters. Uh, radio is the extension of that. It's it's the it's the voice which carries the person where it needs to be, and it takes the message. And as Saint Paul says, faith comes through hearing, and it allows people to hear the truth uh, in a way that isn't determined by uh, locked doors uh, or the fears. Christ is able to go right through. Absolutely. Access is really critical. We don't have to wait for a parking spot. So Tammy was, Tommy was complaining about the parking lot being too small at the oratory, but you don't have to wait for any parking lot with Redeemer Radio. All you need to do is just turn on the, turn on the radio and, and here it is. So there's some last minute activity. We've got um, a couple more, a handful more to go to get our $500 bonus as we look towards our, our two minute deadline. So, um, so, Cooper, what about you? What are the what are the next things now that you've kind of done the hard part? You've you've been accepted into the church. Um, you know, you've got the your mission with the life teen. So, uh, what's next for you? Well, I mean, I don't know that I would call it like the hard part. I mean, it was a hard part, but I think like now I'm living life. You know, like and I'm learning what daily life as a Catholic is like. Um, and yeah, other than that, I mean, right now it's it's just a lot of life teen, a lot of. Um, being able to go to a church that's that's open all the time and just sit and pray, being able to go to mass, being able to receive the sacraments um, and just learning. I, I'm generally reading a lot and just kind of learning more and asking questions and finding answers. But yeah, that's great. Yeah. Uh, one last reminder about the phone number, 436-9598, 436-9598. But I will have to say to you, Cooper, though, that the Life Teen has a long history of really prompting many people to do amazing things in their lives, whether it be Cindy Black here at Redeemer Radio or whether it be uh, individuals, young men who have become priests or religious life. So so be careful what oh. you wish for. So, uh, <laughs> And I forgot to mention uh, this June, four sons of St. Vincent's ordained to the priesthood. Uh, that is unheard of. There should be a Redeemer Radio special about that. There that, you should, go. that should go national. <laughs> Sign them up. I think uh, be careful what you wish for, Father Dan. So it, it might happen tomorrow. So again, we've got one last minute. We're at $14,000. Um, five more donations needed. Two are on the phone. So we're, we're almost there to get the $500 bonus towards our $17,000 goal for St. Vincent de Paul. Again, 436-9598. Any other last words of wisdom, Father Dan, before we call this to a close? May the Lord bless you and keep you, make his face to shine upon you. May the Lord be gracious to you and give you his peace in the name of the Father and of the Son, the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Thank you very much. Thank you for listening to this hour of Redeemer Radio's 2021 Spring Shareathon. Please keep us in your prayers, and if you're able to support the mission, visit RedeemerRadio.com to make a monthly or one-time donation. And if you're looking for more great podcasts, check out SpokeStreet.com.